Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products, and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com the 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Alright, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about urban scavenging. Um, basically, when the end of the world comes and you need some extra supplies. Now, there is the big moral quandary that comes with this. Mm-hmm. Right. When is it right to just go take people's stuff? Uh-huh. See how I stopped from using profanity there? You like yeah. that? Yeah, nice. I'm sure it'll come out later. But <laughs> So, this has always perplexed me because, you know, it's one of those, well, if I don't go take it, everybody else is gonna. The mob rule is gonna go, you know, whatever. But a big part of this is, is if you're worried about the moral conflict, then start preparing. Mm-hmm. stockpile get the stuff you need take care of yourself get your stuff organized get a better job whatever you got to do get your own stuff right. but that said this is a show about scavenging in the apocalypse and if i just my only answer is well it's morally wrong don't do it Mm-hmm. then that really doesn't help you, and maybe we shouldn't have done this episode. Yeah, maybe you should read the Bible. Read the Bible. Read the Bible when All it right. comes you to moral questions. You get your morals on Bible right. and get your prepping information listen to here. this podcast for uh, whatever. Now, that said, I do think that I'm shouting, but also I think that uh, you need to understand there might be blowback. Mm-hmm. Um you know, raiding and taking other people's stuff may have consequences. Right. Um, you have to be aware of that when you do your... Right. And what I'd like to focus on is is this is um end-of-the-world type scenario. Yes. This isn't, uh, this isn't Great Depression 2. This isn't Rodney King. Right. This is, um, this is when 
the uh, plague has wiped out 90% of humanity or uh, the EMP hit and everybody's already starved to death. Wow. This is uh, this is the end of the world stuff. This isn't uh, breaking into your friend's house to steal his stuff while he's at work. But, I That mean, said. <laughs> that said. All right. So, all right. Now I guess we'll uh, get to the meat within the nut here. All right. Now, first thing you're going to want to do when you're scavenging, when you're looking for locations that maybe haven't been entirely picked over. Well, I was thinking let's let let's kind of do this in phases before okay. you get started. So, let's first talk about like day 1. All right, let's let's get the initial, you know, bad stuff just happened, but people don't know it's the end of the world as we know it. Like you as a prepper might say, you know what? Um, I an EMP. I know when every car doesn't start right now. I know that's not coming back tomorrow, right? Or the next day. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Everybody else might not be thinking that way. Mm-hmm. Um, when the super volcano goes off and there's giant ash clouds all over the country, mm-hmm. they're probably like, "Stay calm. Stay in your house. Don't you know whatever." People are going to believe that and stay calm for a day or two. Yep. So let's talk about that initial day one or maybe gold goes up to, you know, $10,000 in a day. Mm -hmm. That day one, you go to the grocery store. What are you looking for? Let's start there. I think I would start with uh, fresh produce, honestly. Okay. I've got canned everything, you know. It's going to be a long time before you see a fresh uh, fresh orange if you live in uh, New York. All right. It's going to be a, a long time now, before you see um, any kind of fresh fruit coming okay. through your grocery fresh store. Fruit, canned food, if you don't have any, I guess, sounds smart. Right. Um, probably the big bags of rice. or I think those things might go first is what, like you said, the fresh stuff, mm-hmm. um, fresh meat. Uh, you know, all that stuff might go really quick. Now, let's take it to the next step. We go to the grocery store. Most of the shelves are already picked because you got there and everybody's going crazy. Mm -hmm. Now, what are the things that might be on the shelf that, you know, might be left that people aren't necessarily thinking of? Yeah, that's a that's a good thing to to keep in mind, because I think if you go some things have value. Right. That and maybe you can't eat it. But, uh, you know, the, the grocery store, they've always got a little section of batteries you know, batteries sound have. smart. You know, that might be picked and over. I, but. I, I, they might be picked over, but that might be something that lasts a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. You know, that might disappear in hour three, but not in hour one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, poo paper. Yep. Um, toilet paper is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think like soap, deodorant, um, right. toothpaste. And anything from the, the pharmacy area as far as, and, uh, you know... Um, Athlete's foot cream and all those sorts of weird little things. You don't want to have athlete's foot in the apocalypse. No, nobody likes athlete's foot. Um, so then, all right. So we kind of touched on the grocery store because that's not really what this episode's about, but it's kind of a relevant, mm-hmm. you know, topic. So, all right, the grocery store. We see that it's mobbed in the parking lot. Maybe if I cut around and go somewhere else. What stores might I want to hit? Pharmacy. 
Pharmacy sounds excellent. A lot of choice. them sell a lot of food, sell a lot of food, and have a lot of dried uh, a lot food, of food goods. A lot of medical supplies might be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. Uh, obviously, your Sam's Club types and like that. Now, Sam's Club and things like that, BJ's or whatever the big wholesaler, Costco, maybe whatever. Um, they might have more stuff on the shelf, like some bigger things. In my mind, places like Walmart and you know, your regular grocery stores are going to clear out before the bigger stores like yeah, like Sam's Club and like that. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. They might be your first move. Plus, you know, buying the 50-pound bag of rice sounds way cooler than, right. you know, fighting over little boxes of rice. Mm-hmm. So, maybe you go right to the, you know, the box Skip store. the Uncle Ben right. and go right for the big bags. Go right for the big bags. Um, Also... I was thinking about, you know, one of the things that might be cool in the end of the world is the shoe store. Um, You know, if you're going to go a year, can you go a year with the shoes you're wearing right now or that you have in your closet? That's a good point. You know, that might be something that you could hit and knock out something pretty cool. Um, Again, when you're scavenging through the abandoned city that's the wasteland, Mm -hmm. shoes and stuff might be something, some clothing, something a little durable. Mm-hmm. Might be something you want to look at, right? If you're walking um, around on broken glass, you don't want holes in your the no. soles of your shoe. Um, so then we'll go to, uh, you know, you might want to start with the the sporting goods store, the whatever. Now apparently, Dick's doesn't do cool guns anymore. And dude, I saw an article today and it pissed me off. Apparently, not only did Dick's pull all the AR-15s and assault-style weapons off the shelf. Mm-hmm. They destroyed the ones they had on hand because oh, they didn't want God. them to go into the hands of bad people. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. I was like, really? You're just destroying your inventory? What happened to publicly traded comp- companies are obligated by law to act in the interest of the shareholder? At what point does destroying your product act in the best interest of the shareholder? I don't know. The whole world's gone gone mad, Chuck. It's a mad world. Mad world. All right. So, sporting goods now, stores even, hit the gun even store. Even places like Dick's that don't have any guns or ammo are still going to have a lot of uh, equipment that you might want as far as, uh, you know, fishing equipment, um, pocket right. knives, sleeping bags, tents, even, even cold weather stoves, gear, cold uh, weather clothing. You know, canteen type stuff, water filters, mm-hmm. things like that. Like, that's the thing. Like, you're not necessarily going to have to go camping. You might be perfectly fine staying in your house, mm-hmm. but getting clean water might be an issue. Right. You know, or electricity to your house and your electric stove might be an issue. Mm-hmm. So some of those extra camping utilities right. might be a good way to go. Um, I was actually at a, a tractor supply this week. And they sell a kit, and they actually had it on Amazon. I looked that for fifty bucks, you can buy the big steel door and the legs to make a fifty-five gallon drum uh, wood stove. Oh, nice! And I was like, that's pretty cool. And they're like, we also sell the fifty-five gallon drum if you want. Mm-hmm. But I was like, fifty bucks for a wood stove—that's kind of cool. But it had the nice heavy door and the whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seemed like a cool thing. I was like, oh, I like that. Um. Maybe I'll throw it up on the uh, the Facebook page. Let you guys check that out. But anyway, um, 
I guess, like, you're thinking, oh, the end of the world, of course the gun store is going to be busy. Right. But I'm just saying, when everybody's going to the grocery store, if you go to the gun store, you might, you be, might right. be able to beat it out. Mm. You know, because they're going to go to the grocery store first. Right. Or you might spend your day in line getting gas. Mm-hmm. And that kind of sucks. So don't do that. So now I think I covered the initial. Yeah. That That's what I was just like. I think I might hit the uh, the lumber yard too. The lumber yard. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good call. Now that's now let's talk about scavenging. Now, where are some places you would really find? And, and I guess when we find those places, what kind of things are we looking for? Right, right. Um, A lot of stuff is going to be picked over in yeah, the basic Yeah, this is not day one. This right. is day two, five, seven, mm-hmm. like that. But hopefully day two, three um, of a collapse. But again, this is something that you're not coming back from. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about robbing people. Well, we are. But we're not talking about, you know, when people are there. We're talking about when places are abandoned and whatever. Right. So give me give me one. What What's your first, uh, first, first big win? First big win? Um, let's see here. I would say I would start looking for the... Um, distribution centers. I love it. Uh, a lot of these uh, stores are supplied through, you know, trucks, tractor trailers that have um, central locations where they do pickups and deliveries. Yeah. So there's a good chance that if, you know, if that's abandoned, that there's plenty of stuff inside. Um, yeah. Even the trailers that are in the parking lot that are closed cars, up. stopped trains, mm-hmm. things like that. Those cars might be containing good stuff. Right. So what I'd suggest, though, is a small kit to bring with you on a reconnaissance mission. Check this out. All right. So you're gonna want to uh, you're gonna want to uh, glass the area you're approaching. You're gonna plan on approaching. Check it out. Watch watch for uh, ambush location type situations. Watch for you know people moving around. Uh, see what kind of supplies you can you know see through the binoculars. Uh, you know, and just kind of scout the routes around it. You want to have a map so that you, if you have to leave a different way than you came, uh, you've got other options. Now, things like this, I got to tell you, are going to be a lot easier to figure out where they are before things get bad. Mm -hmm. Um, Pay attention. Look around. See what's going on. Or maybe do a quick search on the internet. Yeah, I've been kind of keeping my eyes open uh, the past uh, couple of months. Just uh, somebody had sent an email in mentioning uh, the distribution centers. Yes. And so I kind of been keeping my eyes open. They're not they're not on the uh, beaten path. You don't no, drive past. Them very I saw often. some kind of. Um, it was one of those like BBC movies or shows, but it was some kind of plague apocalypse kind of movie. Uh huh. And same thing. They took over one of the distribution centers, mm-hmm. and they basically set up that as their, you know, yeah, their well, bunker. That's, and, yeah, that's what they did in uh, Dawn of the Dead. It was the mall they set up shop in. Mall doesn't but sound like as much food as it doesn't a sound like a lot of food center. there. But you know, I guess you hit the food court, right? <laughs> you nope, can eat all bad. those rats that are running around in oh. the back of the food court. Oh, doesn't sound good. All right, so I like that one. Now, all right, so let's let's. Uh, well, let me tell you about my number one. All right, what do you got? That, that's your number one. I'm, I'm gonna one up you. You're gonna be like, dude, right on. Camper world. 
Ooh. I'm going to go get some freaking RVs and I'm going to set them up as both perimeter on my property and also places for uh, my people to be hanging out. Because mm-hmm. maybe I'm going to make my compound, like say I have a farm mm-hmm. and I'm going to put four or five RVs we're going to steal mm-hmm. and bring those in. Yep. Nice. Now, again, stealing is wrong. I know you guys all feel bad about it. So I don't know. You know, leave a note with like an IOU. End of the world, IOU, five RVs. Yep. But you know what? I'm going to keep them in good condition for you because somebody would have stole them and trashed them. Right. I'm going to take care of them. But you go to these places and there's hundreds. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, most of these big, you know, camper things, there's a lot of big vehicles there. Yep. And also there's going to be machinery. There's tools. There's stuff there. It's going to be cool. All right, I like it. Um, now, I recommend if you're going to go on one of these scavenger scavenger hunts for uh, supplies, that you get a little kit together. All right. Um, binoculars. All right. Maps of the areas if you if you have any or if you can acquire any. Radios so you can have somebody investigating while yeah. you know people stay back. Um, bolt cutters. Now, I heard you say people who stay back, so you're saying possibly an overwatch? There you go. I like it. Um, Crowbars and flat bars. Um, And then, of course, you're going to have to have some bags to carry your stuff. Loot bags. Loot bags. And water jugs if you're looking for water and you're looking looking at a location that might have some. All right. So, uh, number two on my list is um, I'm going to say office buildings. Those are going to be abandoned. Nobody's going to go into their office job, right? Right, I like that. Now, what do you get in office buildings, though? I have two things in my mind. Not a whole lot of stuff there. You know, nobody wants a copier. Oh, because we could reenact that movie. Office space. Office space where you beat the sh- yeah. with, a, with a baseball bat in the field. Yeah. Yes. I love that movie. We may not have TV, <laughs> but we could live our own office space. That's right. But, uh, you know, what things that might be there is, you know, check out the break room. Check out the vending machines. Vending machines, quite a bit of snacks there. Mm-hmm. Maybe you hit the soda machine. Soda machines. And uh, what about things like fire extinguishers? Oh. Those are handy. Are they? I think so. Right. I, I think, think you so. can spray zombies with them. Especially, well, especially, especially when you're uh, when you're cooking on the uh, barrel wood stove in your in your front yard, and it goes south. I like it. <clears throat> now, I'm going to add one more thing to your office building scenario. All right, and say OSHA approved workspace mm. has a nice, well stocked first aid kit. First aid kit. You could have spent a hundred bucks on your first aid kit, or you can hit the office building. Yep. Now I I've checked out quite a few. Um, they're not as well stocked as I'm not, imagining. They're they're well stocked. Everything in there is from the 1970s, though. Yeah, it's 90 percent band aids. You know. All right. But that doesn't mean that you can't use more band aids, and they usually have an antibiotic type of ointment in there. They've okay. usually got some some things like that: tweezers, scissors, bandages. All right. Um, what about, um, 
bars, restaurants, liquor right. stores. Um, mostly what I'm thinking with bars is that uh, people are going to ransack that liquor. Yeah, they're just gonna. That's going to be one of the first things to go. The drunks well, are going to thinking. Go after I'm going to go bars. in the bathroom and hit the condom machine. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> yeah. no. What I was thinking was all the garnishes and stuff there. Nobody wants the cherries. Nobody takes the ketchup and yep, all that sort of stuff. So how about that? And how about uh, how about schools for first aid kits and fire extinguishers and the school cafeteria and the cafeteria. Sloppy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, now we talked about depart. Uh, we talked about stores like uh, grocery stores and things like that. What about department stores? All right. Well, uh, there's we not a whole that? lot of food there, right? All right. But you know, it's they might have your boots. They might have uh, you know, maybe it's uh, maybe it's fall and uh, it's getting cold, man. You need a new coat, warm clothes, um, tools. Hand tools, and I like uh, it. <clears throat> sporting goods. You know things like um, things that you might not normally use in everyday life, but you know, say it's uh, wintertime, skis, cross country skis. You like things those like earmuffs, that. Or I think they call the hat where it folds down. They call it a toboggan. Okay. Yes, I want one of those. Okay. I'm in just the end of the world, that that's what I'll there. be wearing. <laughs> All right. What do you got? All right. So next, now it's kind of similar. So you're like, well, you know what, Chuck? I don't have a camper world near me. Mm-hmm. Now I find that hard to believe because we actually have, I can think of three within 60 miles. I can think of two, two within, within walking distance. Well, one within walking distance. distance. And then two within 20 miles I can think of that are big, mm-hmm. you know? So right. they're around. But say that doesn't pan out. How about the school bus garage? Ooh, I That's like, like RV part two, mm-hmm. right? And what do they have in there, side of buses? So buses. Now, we also have one little cheesy first aid kit. Right. But two, we have tools out the wazoo. Uh-huh. Um, tools and can be useful. And most of those have fuel supply uh, at the, the bus barns. They usually have diesel, with. that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Now... Along the same line, I would say even your uh, public works. Mm-hmm. Department of Public Works. They have those big heavy-duty trucks. I can Tell me you can't you. set up a roadblock with a big yeah. dump truck with a plow. And I can sh- assure you those guys are not going to work. That's what uh, I was during thinking. During the end of the world. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I know them, and they're not showing up. They're not showing up. So, you know, nobody's out there protecting that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one. Now, nobody would think of this, I thought. So, how about private ambulances? Mm. Or, you know, even your local firehouse. Yeah. Well, I had mentioned, I, was, I had firehouse That was on, on your list. list. I one-upped you? Yeah. I mean, uh, they're going to have amazing first aid kits there, first aid equipment. It's not going to be a kit. It's not going to be a little box. They're going to have a whole set Big hospital bag? Mm-hmm. Also, what they're going to have is a lot of those trucks are going to be full of water. So if you're in, in sunny California, that might be a stop you need to make. They have a lot of water at firehouses. Mm-hmm. So, so I think, uh, I think firehouses, uh, especially if you're you know, in an area that doesn't have a lot, of, uh, a lot of water available. Now, you might have some conflict. There may be some firefighters there that will beat you up. I don't know. Yeah. 
Maybe yeah. some guys live in there. I mean, in my opinion, most of the firefighters that I've met can probably whip your ass. Yeah, that's been my experience. But uh, whatever. I'm just putting it out there. All right, I like that idea. Um, When you do, if you're setting up to go out, you know, raiding or whatever, scavenging. Scavenging. Then, see, if we call it scavenging, it sounds so much more friendly. Right. Like, right. less like we should be in prison for being a felon, you know? Yeah. Um, a lot less April 26th, 1992, Los Angeles. Maybe make a list, a list of uh, sizes, what type of gear you guys are really missing. You know, have your priorities. Even if, and again, if you have time to plan before you're going grocery shopping mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, say, you hear the news at night. The stores aren't going to open until 9. Mm-hmm. Come up with a plan. Write right. it out. Or at least, you know, talk to people. Hey, what do we need? You know, you don't want to come home with 20 cans of uh, canned beans and your wife's like, that's all we have is beans, you mm-hmm. know, or whatever. I mean, We already cool got 20 cans of beans. We had that. Um, but, uh, you know, that's... Uh, yeah, you need, a, you need a checklist of the things that you're going to be short on and things that you're going to need. And you're going to have to base what you're, where you're going on what, what it is that you do need. Right. Now, you also touched on it a minute ago, but you really need to watch for traps mm-hmm. and ambushes. And if something seems too good to be true, yeah, g- give it a second look mm-hmm. is, I guess, what I would say. You know, be a little cautious. Um, You know, don't move in and, and let your excitement and, you know desperation get the best of you Mm -hmm. um i would say uh all right so here's some other ones that i'm i've got on my list here you got pawn shops i like it you Um, know they always have the revolver guns ammo tools radio equipment ham radio stuff they're full of that sort of thing so i would definitely yeah oh yeah check out your I used to I used to go shopping at pawn shops for power tools. Great place to go. I got a fifteen dollar Dewalt skill saw there. I did buy a bike for fifteen bucks. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, pawn shops are the are the place to shop if uh if you've got one nearby. All right. So keep that in mind. Uh, they usually got pretty good security though, as far as uh you know, rolling metal doors and things like that. So keep that in mind. Bring your bolt cutters with you. <laughs> Uh, how about libraries? Tell me more. You want to read in the apocalypse? That's right. How to books? Oh. Tons of them. Now, local local heard... foods. You know, local uh, uh, plants and thing mushrooms like that. Things like that. You're gonna find out at the local library. At the local library. Nice. Now I was told popular mechanics when you go way back. Uh-huh. Used to have some really cool stuff. They had a lot of like projects for boys and things like that. Mm-hmm. And they would make steam engines and they would make all these different things. And you could find a lot of cool stuff. A lot of cool stuff in those uh those old magazines. But um how about this is this is one that uh, I'll probably get a little bit of hate from, but how about churches? <gasps> Kevin Shame. Think shame, about the churches that, that shame. feed the poor people. Everybody, that have all that, that Everyone knows your name. <laughs> I'm just, I'm You're just robbing saying. the food pantry. There's the food pantry is legit. Ah, oh, Kevin, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. You might have to fight off some Baptist minister, and that might not be an easy thing. 
No. Um, He'll come after you with fire and brimstone. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not, it's not somebody you want to battle. Is, but it can't be good. <laughs> um, uh, you sure as hell don't want to break into that church that Lloyd Bailey is, is working at. No. No, sir. I'll shut you down. Actually, he's got his pastor on the... Uh, oh, yeah? On the podcast, too. I guess he does a... Uh, you know, when when people are like, well, it's not Christian uh, mm-hmm. to be, you know, pro-gun uh, We're talking or about a podcast called Arm Lutheran Radio. Oh, I would check it, check it out if, you, if you've got some uh, podcast space. Take a look. All right. Fill up that iPod. Mm-hmm. All right. How about, um... How about uh, National Guard armories? They were on my list. Yeah. Um, now, I think, like, the Army base is not going to work out for you. Don't, that's a no-go. Right. But your local armory, maybe. Maybe nobody's there. Maybe. You get there first. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what about auto shops? Just mechanic shops. Those guys usually beat your ass. Yeah, but, I mean, you just have to check it out when they're not there. A lot of great tools. I mean, I'm talking about auto shops that are abandoned, that nobody is uh, ah, bothering right. to go go to work anymore. Okay. Well, that's the days I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about with the church, too. I'm not talking about running down right They're now and breaking praying into your church. Right now. <laughs> They're praying. Oh, wait. Uh, no, dude. I got you. The rapture. The rapture. They're all They're gone. all gone. Perfect. Then, uh, then you can go to the food pantry. All right. Uh, what about abandoned cars? All right. Um, now, there's a lot of stuff that you can salvage off an abandoned car. Uh, mirrors, um, seatbelts make great uh, Tourniquet. tourniquets, right? All right. Um, check the, the glove box. Check the under the seats. Check the trunk. You know, who knows what you're going to find in there. Could be good stuff. All right. All right. What else you got there? Anything um, Anything else so interesting? I have uh, solar panels. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of places have them on, like, the little bus stops. Uh-huh. Um, they'll have them up on the roof. Right. Um, you know all those uh, little road signs? All the little things on the side of the road have the cool solar panels? Yep. Um, maybe some office buildings. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. These big giant solar farms they have all over the place, you know. I was People driving are past a their um, space and yeah, I was driving pa- pa- uh, down a back road the other day and uh, came to a stop sign that had a solar solar panel on it and it lit up. Yeah, because apparently people just blow through this stop sign all the time. It's but just if it a was long, lit up, road, their well, headlights weren't going to shine on it. Right, but those little LEDs all around. Uh-huh. And they got that nice little solar panel right there, all set to be wired right into whatever you want to wire it into. Yeah. Nope, I like it. Um, factories is another one I was going to touch on. All right, what's at the um, factory? Factories. Fuel, batteries, um, let's see here, uh, tools, and first aid supplies. Uh, a lot of people overlook factories because they're not going to expect to find any food in there, and you're not probably not going to. But... You might be able to find a lot of other, you know, useful tools there. How about um, self uh, self storage units? 
You know, Excellent. Most of the time, you're just going to find uh, you know a bunch of junk in there, but there, there could be some clothes and things like that. And if right. you have a good set of bolt cutters, you can just go locker to locker to locker. Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah. No, it sounds like there's a lot of uh, nice things out there. But here's the thing. You guys got to remember, every time you go out, you're putting your life in your hands, you know? Mm-hmm. You're really taking a risk. Um, just leaving the house in a situation Just leaving like the this. house. The idea is you want to prepare beforehand. Mm-hmm. You want to, you know, have the stuff so you can be home protecting your family when the world's going right. awry. You don't want to be the asshole that's trying to break into the armory and get shot in the no. head. They, that, those are, are very desperate measures we're talking about. And hopefully... When you see what we're saying, you realize, hey, you know, prepping is probably a better idea. Probably than a better way to go than you know running out and busting into places and trying to steal and fight for me for each other. It's not going to be fun times. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I was thinking about is, so maybe you are the prepper guy and and you stockpiled a lot of good stuff. You got your fish antibiotics. You got your you know, first aid stuff covered. You got your, you know, lifetime supply of food. You got seeds. You got everything. You're awesome. Guns, ammo. Um, you're ready to go. And you uh, you basically want to trade and barter. And one, in a way, to help your neighbors out. And two, to get the other supplies that you need. Right. Um, you need to find a way to do that without exposing yourself Mm -hmm. and without exposing, you know, what you have, or, I mean, you don't, it doesn't even matter that, Oh, you know, Jim, we know he's got that awesome gun and whatever. He's got night vision or something badass, Right. Right. But it's even more than that. If you just keep showing up with good stuff, Mm -hmm. you're going to become a target. Right. You're going to put a mark on your head, and that's not cool. you got to protect your family. So what I was thinking is maybe if you do set up some kind of bartering, trading post kind of thing, maybe set up like a store with a collaboration that it's like, all right, this is our store. Everybody brings their stuff here, and I'm the median that sells it. Mm-hmm. And that way it's not like, oh, I see that guy's got that awesome, you know, whatever. I'm going to follow him home because mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, raid his camp tonight. Right. Maybe you work out some kind of like store kind of thing where, you know, here's what's here. Yeah. But they don't know who it's going home with at the end of the night, mm-hmm. I guess. I was thinking about something like that. You might want to integrate something like that. You know, in another previous episode, we talked out about how to set up a barter Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. That's all good. But I was just thinking, you know, take it a little bit further and make it a little more discreet of what, you know, what you're bringing to the table so you don't put a mark on your head. Right. Um, But that's pretty much what I got for that. Any more? Um, last thing I wanted to talk about, it's not a, not the ideal situation, Um, but dumpster diving. Oh. There are a lot of... uh. A lot of good stuff in dumpsters. Now, this is where, when I mentioned you want to grab those bars of soap, mm-hmm. that's going to come this into play here. This is where this comes in. All right. You're going to want to wear long clothes if you're climbing in there. You're going to want to have a headlamp. Oh, so you have experience dumpster diving. Yes, sir. All and right. Not only that, but I was uh, I was working with a guy. 
Um, a professional dumpster 15 diver. years ago. No, no, this is just a regular, a regular, regular work, okay. regular job. And uh, the guy told me that I should come by his house later on because he was having a barbecue. I did not go to his house. Okay. Because he told me that the grocery store was throwing out all sorts of great meat and vegetables. And so he could afford to have a barbecue for all his friends. Excellent. And so, yeah, I was I was just going to stick with my McDonald's that day. But, I mean, it's definitely something people do now. Yes. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe climb in a couple of dumpsters. Get some practice. Again, I'm going to prepare. So <laughs> you guys may have heard of My Patriot Supply. Uh-huh. Um, you may want to go on their website. Maybe I'll put a link in the show notes for you. So you don't have to dumpster dive? So you guys don't have to dumpster dive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I heard you uh, had some stories out of the news this week. Oh, man, I had a great one lined up. Tell me what's it, going on. It turned out it was an April Fool's joke. There was about 15 articles I read about this this guy named uh, Tito. Tito. Who was selling, uh, selling golden tickets to heaven Ooh, for $99. Nice. Now, who buys the golden ticket to heaven? I don't know. I don't know who would who would actually because it, it, it had a picture of the sinners. guy. It had a picture of the dude, and I would not have uh, given him anything. No, I would not have taken anything from him. All right. Now, so these were actual gold tickets. These were these were uh, two by fours cut into pieces, spray painted gold. Well, that's practically the same with thing. magic marker written on it. We'll, we'll ticket call to heaven, it gold leaf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There you go. All right. But. No, so that didn't pan out? No, no, I did. The more research I did, the more I realized it was not. It was not. It wasn't real. All right. I was very disappointed. They had had given him a whole lot of dialogue that was just fantastic. Now, I did hear, I think it's Monday, April 23rd is going to be the uh, rapture. Okay. It's coming up? It's coming up. Is this going to even come out before then? I think I'm checking right now. So. All right. Well, we've got a limited amount of time April. here. Then when this comes out, you're only going to have three or four 23rd days. 23rd is Monday. Okay. So we're going to drop this on Saturday night, the 20-whatever, 2nd, maybe, All right. Who's this? Who's this that's, that's calling Rapture? Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's a... That's a key detail that's legitimate. people need to because know. Because once, once you call Rapture and it doesn't happen... Then you're off the list. You're off the list of people you get that you listen anymore. to. Yep. All right, I'm gonna pull this up for you. Yeah, I feel I feel fairly certain that God does not speak through through liars. So I'm not I'm not buying it. If it doesn't happen on on the 23rd. Um, All right, the guy's name is David Mead. All right. So, you know, we'll know who to blame if things. Yeah, because I'm I'm going to Vegas. I'm spending all my money. All of it? Why would I hold on to it? I can't take it to heaven. Christians look forward to the end of the world on April 23rd when they will rise in the sky and meet Jesus. Fox News reports the end of the world. Oh, Fox is backing it up. Okay. Is April 23rd, according to prominent Christian numerologist David Mead. Ah, well, there's where you got me. Numerology. Uh, uh, yeah, that's how you know something's... The, for something's... a certain branch of evangelical Christianity, Revelation 12, 1 through 2, describes the beginning of what is known as the rapture and the second coming of Christ. All right, well, everybody, you got two days. You got two, two days. days. So get, get your hot, preps in order. 
or go live life to the fullest or repent. Repent I mean, you and know, be saved. Uh-huh. Maybe if you just way. go empty your bank accounts and give it to the poor. All right. That's that's probably a wise decision. That should buy you some clout with yeah, heaven. I think that would be a good idea. If you did this on or, Sunday, gave all your money away. There is a guy in Florida, if you got $99, <laughs> he can get you a ticket. Get you that ticket. Oh, so, man. we've also uh, been uh, expanding the uh, the podcast. We've been trying to put it out there a little bit more. Uh, different uh, different uh, venues, I guess. So, right. I think you heard us mention last week, we're on Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Podbean. Okay. Uh, tune in now. Obviously, if you're listening to us right now, you've already found a great way to listen to us that you're comfortable with and mm-hmm. and want to stick with. So that's all fine. But you know, if you guys think anywhere that you've looked for us and we're not there and you'd like us to be, shoot us an email at preppingbadass at gmail dot com. Um, maybe you guys want a uh, prepping badass patch. We have these pretty slick patches. I don't know if you guys have seen them. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can check them out over at Mm patreon.com slant prepping badass. And you can check out the details there on how to get your very own. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you just enjoy this podcast so much. You feel like you want to support Kevin and I. Well, you can do that one by, uh, you know, supporting the products that we put up on the podcast. Facebook page, different things you hear us talk about, uh-huh. and you can also, uh, you know, support us through Patreon. So, yep. All that. What else? Um, uh, might want to leave us a review. No, wherever, oh, that's right. We do need some reviews. Wherever over you guys, yeah, Stitcher would be great. Now I checked it out. It looks like you have to just on a regular PC, the old school, or like a laptop. Uh huh. That, that's, that's old school. That's where you get Stitcher. Right. So, well, no, I think you do it on your phone, but I went to Stitcher.com and you just put in and you search our podcast, you give them an email and then it lets you just click five stars and you're good to go. All right. Perfect. And that's perfect. That's all you need to worry about. Mm -hmm. But wherever you're listening to this show. If I was to do that, I think I'd only give us three stars, but just saying. Yeah, but you're a tool. (laughs) Um. So wherever you listen to us, you may want to lead us, leave us a yeah. review. And reviews help um, whatever whatever format you're listening on. And also maybe share the podcast with your uh, your chums, mm-hmm. your mates. Your buddies. Your buddies. All right. So with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week.
Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network, brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app.